eternal punishment for anyone who opens this casket. The mummy. Is it dead or alive? Human or inhuman? You'll know. You'll see. You'll feel the awful, creeping, crawling terror that stands your hair on end and brings a scream to your lips. There's nothing on earth like the mummy. You will not remember. Hey guys, that's right. This week, um, we're still definitely running with the uh, Universal Monsters. I realize probably for some of you this is kind of boring, so I skipped one. I'm not gonna lie, um, and I, I'm not gonna lie. It was a pretty good film, um, the uh, the Invisible Man. Highly recommend checking it out. It's kind of cool how they actually did it. So they put the actor in. Um, of course, black velvet, and made him run across a black screen. So, you know, wearing the shirt and stuff, it would make him, you know, look invisible. Just really cool um, camera techniques, really cool story, and the actor's voice alone um, was just, you know, that is what created the character. So really, really cool. Um, and just especially since I remember seeing Hollow Man at a young age. So for those um, that are dedicated to this, uh, you know, 1930s re- rehash of... Uh, of classic horror, then I, I highly recommend go rent that and check out The Invisible Man. But for today's topic, um, we're skipping ahead to another uh, famous Karloff film, uh, The Mummy. So um, this one, uh, you know, I I really enjoyed. Um, as a kid, I, I grew up on that that Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, um uh, redo of the mummy um and you know what this is very similar to the classic just they definitely just kind of stirred away from the the horror aspect and made it more of a of an adventure film this one you know definitely has that adventure but but ties more to a creepier um theme um as well as just keeping the mummy more you know, mysterious. So, um, the 1930 American pre-code horror film directed by Carl Freund, um, and the screenplay by John L. Anderson, um, was, uh, a story by Nina Wilcox Putnam and Rich- Richard, um, Schweier and was released by Universal Studios and stars, uh, Boris Karloff, Zita Johan, um, who we'll get into a little bit later. She's pretty fascinating all in her, all in itself. Uh, David Manners, Edward Van Sloan and Arthur Byron. So, um, the film is about the ancient Egyptian mummy named Imhotep, uh, who's discovered by a team of archaeologists and inadvertently brought back to life by a magic scroll. You know, it's totally by mistake. Um, and disguised by a mo- as a modern uh, Egyptian, uh, the mummy searches for his lost love, um, who he believes has been reincarnated into a modern girl. So very similar to the original mummy um, redo that we saw with Brendan Fraser. <clears throat> but as I was saying, definitely some differences. So, um, you know, it's 1921. So in historically, uh, there, you know, in, in, Europe and through, uh, especially through Britain, uh, Egypt, people are just fascinated with it. Um, so shortly, uh, after, um, you know, definitely with King Tut's tomb, this kind of focuses shortly after that, um, in the discovery of Imhotep, um, you know, in the inspection of the mummy, uh, they reveal this, um, line, you know, basically that anyone who opens this will be cursed. So, um, 
essentially they open it they bring the mummy back and we do have this infamous you know it's it's a famous scene in cinema when the mummy comes back to life because the uh, archaeologist is reading from the scroll and this scene literally it took I think it was like 13 hours worth of makeup um, over a 24-hour day for Boris Karloff and essentially for two minutes worth of film and they didn't even really go all the way down to show his feet and Jack Pierce did all of it. Um, And the technique they used was just... um, spearmint gum so in today's equivalent of like liquid latex on skin and then you pull that really really tight while you paint it and then when you release the skin you get this wrinkly effect so that's basically what they did to give Boris Karloff that look like dried out so um the lady who plays his uh, his lost love so 10 years later Imhotep is masquerading around modern Egypt named Ardith Bey he calls Bonsor Joseph's son Frank and Professor Pearson shows him where to dig the tomb of his princess Anok Sunamun upon locating the tomb the archaeologist present its treasures to the Cairo um museum and thank Bay for making the discovery possible. Uh, it's further revealed that Imhotep's horrific death was punishment for sacrilege, attempting to resurrect his forbidden lover back in the day. So you kind of, they're putting together the whole story. So um, soon uh, Imhotep encounters Helen Grosen, uh, Grosvenor, as this, this is Zita Johan, uh, the actress. Uh, she's quite fascinating. So she was uh, really into the occult, um, and just really demanding, especially from some of the um, special features I was watching on this film. And uh, she's just a very unique person. Um, so I'm sure they had some fun with her on set. So um, the half-Egyptian woman bearing a striking resemblance to the princess, um, he uh, basically attempts to kill her with the intention of mummifying her and resurrecting her and finally making her his bride. Um, She's saved when she remembers her past life and prays to the goddess Isis to save her. The statue Isis raises its arm and emits a beam of light that sets the scroll of Toth on fire. This breaks the spell that's given him a tepa's immortality and causing him to crumble to dust. So, um, really unique ending. Not you know, it's not like the one that we remember with Brendan Fraser. But remember, this this was the uh, the forefront, the forerunner, and a little bit more of a an actual horror film. So, um, <clears throat> at the urging of Doctor Mueller, Frank calls Helen back to the world of the living. Well, the scroll the scroll of Toth continues to burn. So, um, you know, it is definitely an enjoyable story. So, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, you know, just all the little stuff that came together to put this film together from Jack Pierce's makeup, um, you know, all the actors and actresses, and it's not a very big cast. So it really just brought the film together. So, uh, definitely, you know, just to me, I, it was 90 minutes of just good fun. So, um, in the time, uh, during the production. So again, uh, we have Carl Lamel Jr. commissioned the story, um, and to find a literary novel to form a basis of the Egyptian themed horror film. So, uh, just as the novels of Dra- Dracula and Frankenstein, um, you know, they kind of wanted a, a, a strong resemblance to the short story. Um, basically trying to find a short story that they could use so they used the ring of toth by arthur conan doyle so um and from this uh you know essentially they kind of built their story for imitap and so forth so kind of neat how they kind of derived the story elsewhere 
Uh, as I was saying, you know, in Britain, hugely popular, you know, at the time people even had mummies in their house. It was kind of a way to decorate. Um, so uh, just kind of unique um, tie-ins there, just kind of keeping forward with the way people saw, um, you know, Egypt and, and just were fascinated with it. So um, basically uh, with this film, it... Um, kind of unique just all, all of uh just sort of the stories and stuff that i was reading like with jack pierce and uh karloff so um basically uh you know the uh looking at the one scene when he comes back to life pierce began transforming karloff at 11 a.m applying cotton and spirit come to his face clay to his hair and wrapping him in linen uh, and these bandages were treated with acid and burnt in an oven. He finished the job at 7 p.m. and Karloff finished his scenes at 2 a.m. And another two hours was spent removing the makeup. Karloff found the removal of the gum uh, from his face painful and overall found the day um, the most trying ordeal he'd ever endured, which I found really unique given the amount of makeup he had for Frankenstein. Um, but uh, essentially, from what I read, uh, after they finished the makeup, he looked at Jack and said, you know, you didn't really leave me anywhere to pee. So I, I thought that was funny. Um, you know, they have a, a lengthy and detailed flashback sequence with longer... Um, so uh, when they go through sort of the, the flashbacks and stuff, this is one of the most longest scenes, you know, they ever did for one of these films. Um, so that was pretty unique. And the piece of classic music heard through the opening credits is taken from, I hope I pronounce this right, my Russian's terrible, uh, Trekbolsky, uh, the ballet of Swan Lake, um, and was previously used for Dracula and the murders in Rue, uh, Rue Morgue. So, um, and would be reused for The Secret in the Blue Room in 1933. So kind of neat that they keep recycling films, uh, film music. So um, on Rotten Tomatoes, this one was given a 93% score um, and a 7.9 out of 10. So, you know, not bad. And relying, it really truly relies more on mood and atmosphere than the typical um, thrills of modern horror fare. So, um, you know, it's not jump scares. It's, you know, kind of its own sort of unique uh unique piece um in the universal uh, monster lineup so uh you know there are a lot of remakes and rehashes that they had before we saw brendan fraser's one though i i highly recommend checking out was abbas and costello meet the mummy I mentioned these guys before just really funny you know like three stooges affair uh if you have kids and kind of want to show them something kind of spooky this is definitely the film to do it um it just it doesn't really rely on the scariness, but just more the the, the good fun that, that arises from it. So um, similar to Dracula, you know, Hammer's going to take this, re redo this film in 1950 um, and would use... Uh, Christopher Lee, if I'm not mistaken, uh, another one worth checking out. Um, I just really, uh, really enjoy the Hammer film, um, uh, you know, lineup. They just, they really, uh, they, they brought together, you know, the blood and gore that we, we love so much uh, in today's horror films. So, uh, you know, I don't really want to mention this, but it kept coming up in all the research I did. Um, the redo in 1912 or in 2012 with uh Tom Cruise. So Universal wants to redo the um monster films as I was mentioning. So far they're off to a pretty pitiful fucking start um with uh with Tom Cruise. This film was, you know, just not even worth watching. Um and they had a pretty good lineup. So uh 
I'll be interested to see how, how things go forward from there. Um, and just how they look, um, how they plan to save it. I mean, you know, everything down from having Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, and hell, they even had Danny Elfman doing the music. So I really hope they, they figure their lives out before they, uh, they continue with the Bride of Frankenstein expected in 2019. So, um, you know, historically, um, with their accuracy, you know, this, they mention things that are Egyptian, but it's not truly, truly accurate. So don't go into it. Quoting this is true Egyptian lore. Um, but as I was saying, and I can't stress enough, just really enjoyable film. I mean, deep down, um, it's all about basically wanting to be loved. And he, you know, had a love and they had a very deep connection and he lost it. So he's doing anything he can to get it back. So I think we can all truly relate to that in some way or another. You know, we'll do anything for the person we love. So um, I just going forward, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's in store for next week. Thanks again so much for listening, guys. Um, I check in every week just to see, um, <clears throat> just see kind of how how the numbers are and whatnot. Um, and there's definitely a consistency of you that keep tuning in weekly. And I just can't thank you enough. It's just so cool to know that you guys are listening. And um, you know, definitely reach out to me on social media. I'd love to hear your suggestions, your input. Um, and, uh, you know, if there's something you want me to do for the next week, I'd love to hear it. Anyways, thanks guys again so much for listening. Till next week.